Hey everyone, welcome to the Women in My World. I have another incredible show today with one of my guests that you are just going to love. She is one of the women in my world. Her name is Kim Dolan Leto, and she is quite the beauty inside and out. I cannot wait for you to hear all of the incredible things that she has to say. But first, I want to tell you guys that the Women in My World is brought to you by PureFlix and is part of the Edify Podcast Network. So make sure that you guys go on, support PureFlix, and download the Edify podcast app so that you can get connected to some of the most incredible God-honoring content that's out there right now. But no more time here. We are going to introduce Kim because I cannot wait to get going on this conversation. Kim has been in the fitness industry for over 20 years, and I love this about her. She has a lifetime of christ honoring focus. And she is here to help and empower others through key biblical principles to gain control over food, to motivate them to work out and to live with confidence. And I absolutely love that about her. She also has an incredible podcast, The Strong Confident, his podcast and devotion. And she also has faith-filled workouts that you guys are going to want to go on and check out. And she is also part of the PureFlix platform with Fit. Um, I have already watched some of her videos and I can tell you right now they are fantastic and you do not want to miss out on those. So no more here, but I want to just introduce to you, Kim. Thank you so much for being with us today. I am so blessed to be a part of the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited to have you with me, Kim. I I know that our listeners today are going to be so blessed by all that you have to say, your encouraging tips, and you are definitely going to motivate them as you've already motivated me. So one of the questions I always start with right, right out of the gate is, how do you define success? When you asked me that question, I thought, is she talking about my marriage? Is she talking about worth? So I'm just going to tell you a few things that came to mind right away. And they are that I define success. Irma Bombeck wrote a quote years ago that it just really resonated with me. And it says, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left. And I could say I used everything you gave me. So that like gets me choked up because I'm like, you know, our days just get so busy. So we're Mm -hmm. constantly having to seek God first and surrender that idea of whatever success is to him, whether that's in our job, our family, um, our marriage, our body image, our fitness goals. So it's finding your worth and identity in Christ. It's fulfilling your part, my part of the Great Commission um, and doing what God has called me to do in his strength and his ability, not my own, because we know we know that that is not going to, <laughs> to be the success that it could be. Anything we do apart from him is is not going to be successful or anywhere near as uh, significant or impactful. So uh, there's one other thing that I thought of about success. And there's another quote that says, no amount of success is worth failure in your own home. Mm. So I believe in God's order of God family, and then everything else. 
So that's my very long answer. <laughs> no, well, all I can say is amen to that because I agree with you. I think the biggest the biggest hurdle that I've gone through or hurdles in my life is trying to figure out how to be successful in my own making. And uh, whenever I've just, you know, released that to the Lord and said, you know mm-hmm. what, it's about your will. You know, I used to share with this, uh, with women that I mentor in the industry, um, I always ask them a question and the question is, is it your desire or God's will? Mm-hmm. And that immediately opens up to the conversation because that's what will inevitably dictate their journey with the Lord, their journey and mm-hmm. success with their careers and their marriage. Um, and so we always have to know first and foremost where we're coming from. And so I love that you shared that about identity and success and what it means to you. Um, And I think that's a powerful way to influence others to continue to be motivated through identity first in Christ and our family and then the career, not the other way around. Which leads me to, because I'm so fascinated by your story and I got to watch several several of your testimonies and you speaking. And so um, I, I wanted to ask you if you remembered the moment when the Lord knew or when you knew that the Lord was calling you to fitness and to influence others through fitness and health. I do remember. And it was because I did it all wrong. When I was about 30, I was very overweight and I was very out of shape and my dad had a stroke. And I remember the fear of going to see him in the hospital. And I was so desperate to get fit. And I reached out to my church and they told me they didn't have any answers for me. And, um, I felt very alone. I felt very scared. And so I went to the world and I was like, okay, what do I do? And I just collected all these fitness magazines and I read every single article and I tried every workout. And I was, I felt that desperation. And I had, I, I learned that dieting, this is not a, this is not a healthy thing to learn, but I learned that dieting was the only way to get healthy. And that looking a certain way was how fitness that's, that's what meant you were fit. Mm. So I was an extreme case because of, you know, seeing my dad paralyzed and the con- he ended up having a quadruple bypass, seeing the scar on his chest was this constant reminder that I don't want that to happen to me. I wanted, I felt like God was saying, you need to own your part in your health or this could be you. Mm. And I think so many of us live with these generational things and we think, oh, it's just my fate. And God is saying, no, you have choices so I re, I did fitness to make this very, very short. I did fitness all the wrong way. I did it the world's way. And then I remember walking on a dock after one of my last fitness competitions. My husband and my daughter were walking in front of me. And I remember God, I just heard faith inspired transformation. It like makes me emotional. Wow. Because, <laughs> no, <that's good. laughs> no, it does. It makes me so emotional because it was like, that day I was like, I got so scared. I was like, no, Lord, like who me? Like, I can't do that. I can't create this like fitness thing. Like the world is, is, uh, going to slaughter me mm-hmm. because I was that girl that was on the fitness magazine covers. And I felt like this immediately, like, uh, you have to like, 
totally turn and run from that kind of fitness. Mm-hmm. And I would tell, I would tell Sherry, I would tell every magazine over and over and over again, they would say, how do you get fit? How do you, how have you been able to do this? And I would tell them like, I did everything wrong. And then I fit like in prayer, like God gave me answers, but of mm-hmm. course they never published that. Right. Right. So I started like thinking I'm going to write this book. And I, all these other women came to me after I wrote it and they're like, oh my gosh, this is the answer I've been looking for. So I knew I wasn't alone, but mm-hmm. I have to say that that moment on that dock to answer your question was, that's why I got so emotional. Cause I felt like God was saying, you need to tell people what actually works because the way the world does it is not working. I love that. <laughs> I know. And you know what? That's so good. And I love that you're emotional over it because really the Holy Spirit, that's that's what he does. He moves on us in a way that he's downloading. And it is so personal to each and every one of us. And I love that you are talking about, you know, here you were a fitness model. You're on these cover of these magazines. I know for myself being in the industry, you know, it is very challenging to be on camera and to be in front of people all the time. And you're constantly wondering, how do I stay fit? How do I stay healthy? You know, and as I've aged, um, you know, I deal with a lot of hormone issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I ended up having a partial hysterectomy in 2008. So I was very young still. I had, I suffered with severe endometriosis my entire life. Um, and, you know, now I'm dealing with, you know, hormone issues where it's, uh, you know, a, 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 a thyroid that doesn't work, um, you know, all of these different things. And so I realized through, for me, And I love what you're saying about this is that, you know, it's not really, we don't want to look at the world because the world is nothing but a filtered, focused world, right? It's, it's, it's just an image. It's a false image, really. Mm -hmm. And so we really do have to deep dive with God to say, what is your image of me and how am I going to work through these things to be focused on you? And for me, going through all of what I had to with health and also understanding that I have been somebody on camera and you know, it's, it's hard to go, wow, I just gained 10 pounds overnight. I think I woke up and I was breathing and I got on the scale and I was 10 pounds heavier. But the fact of the matter is, is I realized very quickly that God said, no, 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 you have to be mentally, physically, and spiritually balanced. And when one of those things are out of, out of balance, out of your life, it's very hard to remain in a balance with me. And so for me, a lot of times it was, it was stressful in the physical part of it because I was dealing with hormone issues. And then it was also in this other kind of weird thing where it was this this mental image of what I needed to look like because of what the world was selling that needed to look like, that I needed to look like as an actress, right? And that's right. where it gets really, really crazy. And so I, I just really love that. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to share it with like what God's telling me. I will say though, to speak to your point that I've also recently gone through a lot of hormonal issues and I'm aging and God has shown me repeatedly. I keep hearing this phrase from him and I'm like, what are you doing, Lord? But he tells me that's not the prize. Like we look at the number on the scale or the number in our clothes or the number of whatever. We all have these numbers, right? And God is saying that is not the prize. I love how Paul talks about being fit, Mm -hmm. like for service, like being, we don't want to be disqualified, right? In the Bible, like we need to, to buffet our bodies. We need to bring them under our control. 
And whenever I'm reaching for something to numb me or make me comfort, like I was, I just did a whole episode, a podcast about gluttony and what gluttony really is. It's a choice to self comfort. And I don't want to comfort myself with food when I can sit at the feet of Jesus Mm -hmm. and he can help me with my, you know, hormonal issues. And I feel like what he's really helped me do is look at my body as a vehicle for his service Mm -hmm. and not for, an object like that I made the decision when I did the faith inspired transformation workout series to cover up every part of my body and the girls that were with me as as possible. Now I'm not saying that I'm going to judge people that show their stomach, but I wanted the focus to be on the workouts. I wanted to turn and run from the way the world does fitness. So I fully understand that like your body changes and like what I've gone through with hormones, I feel like God just keeps telling me we're going to, no one's going to look like their wedding day every day. Right. But he's on this journey with us and the weight loss, what we look like, isn't the prize. It's a life lived for him. That's the prize. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, and I think that goes back to, and that really is the prize, but I think it goes back to even our conversation earlier when you were talking about identity, you know, Mm -hmm. so often we lose ourselves in this, this, um, like I said, this filter filtered image, you know, this social media kind of craze or whatever we think that the world wants us to look like. Right. And so we really need to go back and identify who we are and whose we are. And I would love Mm -hmm. for you just to share a little bit about how you would encourage others to walk through this, to really go back and focus on who their identity is in. Well, the one thing I have to start off by saying, because Sherry, you are such a blessing and I've had the ability to share and celebrate your work with women. And when I have retreats and and group meetings, I always tell the women, you know, I, I ask, I open up one of the breakout sessions by saying, what, like, how do you define your worth? How, where, what's your identity in? And so many women have such a hard time answering that. So their homework I give them is to watch Overcomer. (laughs) And I love how Priscilla Shire has them read through Ephesians 1 and 2 and write down everything that God says about them, that they're loved, they're redeemed, they're his masterpiece. And when you put those in first person, when you say, you know, I am God's masterpiece, like it's almost complete. It changes everything. It's like this ownership that's so humbling. It makes you like, I think that's what made me so emotional earlier is that God is like, the cry of my heart is that women know that they're not what they look like, that they're Mm -hmm. not a body. They are so much more than that. So in doing that and finding out your worth in Christ through reading the word of God, because there is nothing anyone can say to you, like opening up the Bible and claim, like reading what G, what God has said about you and having that indwelling spirit just convict you of it that totally changes your worth. Mm-hmm. Once you know who you are in Christ, everything changes. And I want to thank you and Overcomer and Steve, like Kendrick Brothers and Priscilla Shire and the whole cast because I feel like that movie, I mean, of course, Mandisa and that song is like mm-hmm. the theme song of, of my life, seriously, since I made this change to be a Christian fitness brand. It's like, no, you can overcome what the world says. You don't have to fit into their mold. Do it God's way. Mm-hmm. And so knowing your worth in Christ and reading Ephesians 1 and 2 and writing it all down 
anyone who hasn't seen Overcomer, you have to go watch that movie. <laughs> Sherry is amazing in it. The whole movie is amazing. I just can't say enough about it. <laughs> no, thank you for that. I, you know, it was such a blessing for me to be on that movie. And I love how God uses entertainment to move people. And he uses, even when the movies that he gives me to work on, there's something in each movie that I get to identify with that really gets to, you know, he is pouring forth into me. And, and for me, an overcomer, there really was a lot of things with identity. There really was something that call back to say, you know, you need to be reminded that you are a child of God, that you are my, my girl, my beautiful girl. Um, and how do you encourage and uplift your husband so that he can find his identity and worth in me and not in the things of this world either, you know? Right. And so it was a powerful movie. And I, I love that you're talking about Ephesians because I think it's so important. And what Priscilla shared in the the movie is really something that we need to do, I think, on a regular basis. I think we need to have, if, you know, we need to have those scripture verses posted up and we can really look at them and actually say them out loud over our lives and be reminded mm -hmm. of wait a minute, God says I'm redeemed, you know, and, and just work through the whole thing to say, this is who I am in Christ, not what the world sees, but who I am. Um, and so often, you know, I, I always tell my girls, you know, that I mentor, I always say, you know, you need to put down the social media and you need to pick up the word of God. And find yourself and let him breathe on you than the social media posts or some of the other things that you're you're pouring, you know, putting your time and worth into. Um, he will never leave you nor forsake you nor let you down. And he will remind you how completely amazing and beautiful you are in him. But I'll tell you what, women have a really hard time sharing with other women and looking in the mirror and going, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful just the way God created me. I was at a conference and I was talking to some women and I said, I just want you all to look at me and tell me uh, in your own voice, I want you to, to just yell out, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. And do you, know that that. They, <laughs> do you know what they did though? Most of what? them started crying. Oh, they need Song of Solomon. Yeah. 4-7. You're all together <laughs> beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. I have all those scriptures memorized because... I needed them. And yeah. I feel like God has used all of my insecurity to an aging. I mean, this Friday is my birthday and I am no, I don't know if people realize like I'm going to be 53 years old and mm -hmm. I've been doing this for so long. Love it. And it's like, but God says, I know how old you are. Yeah. I don't care about the numbers. The numbers are irrelevant to God. He's like, I, I know what you weigh. I know what size you are. You're good enough right now. Your, your age, your weight, your zip code, your size, like anytime you get stuck on a number, yeah. it is, I just feel like, what is that scripture? It says something like where envy and self-seeking exist, mm -hmm. every evil thing is there. Yeah. And that's what numbers are to me. And I consider my age after seeing my dad have a stroke at 47, a gift, a gift from God. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Even with the hormones. I'll say it. Even with the hormones, Sherry. <laughs> We're going to fight it together, aren't we, Kim? We are. I'm, I'm yes, telling you. We <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I, you know, and, and that kind of leads me to another question here for you, because I think 
the industry that you're in, you know, the fitness industry is one of the top industries in the world, especially visually. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I would love to just hear some more of kind of what kind of struggles have you faced, you know, while working in the industry and was it, you know, transitioning from being in the fitness industry, probably more of the secular side of it. How has it, how has it transformed your life to now be more, or I should say probably part of the Christian realm, really, because it seems like that's where you've moved into, into the faith world. Well, I would say I've dealt with absolutely no one believing in me except for my husband. People said, are you insane? Nobody wants a faith and fitness message. I know I'm not the first person I did that did it, but I feel like I did it in a way that was biblical. I wanted everything to follow the Word of God and His order and His design and focused completely. I don't want people to, I don't want to point people to me. I want to point people right to the word. Mm. But I do feel that there's so much judgment in fitness and there's such body part idolatry going on in it. And there's so much confusion because I believe the fitness industry, we need Jesus there so badly. I believe we need fitness in the church so badly. We do parenting, finances, marriage in the church. We need to do our body image. We need to be teaching our children that, you know, we eat God-made food because that's what God made for our bodies. We we don't need to overeat or, you know, comfort and reward ourselves with food all the time. Let's Let's take care of our bodies to bring God glory and be able to fulfill every single purpose he has for us. So I feel like my identity in fitness is hard because I'm trying to teach people about fitness, but I don't really show my body. And it's it's tough because I think people are looking for those photos, but I'm looking to teach people a mindset, a mindset on Christ Mm -hmm. and not set on self. And it's a long road. I'm sure you know. (laughs) It's like, it'd be so much easier for me to just strap on a sports bra and get a million likes and followers on cheesy photos that have nothing to do with Jesus. But I'd rather have helped the one person that looked at the post and point her to Jesus versus pointing her to some silly diet pill or some silly diet promise that is just you and I both know nothing but lies. And it's just not, it's of the world and it is not of God. I just want to point people to God's truth. And that is that there are enough right now. And if you eat God made foods and you, and you, you know, Jesus walked, I always say Jesus is the role model. He got up early. He got with his father. He walked everywhere. He came to serve. He didn't, he, no one came to him. He went to everybody. He finished his race with endurance. I mean, he lived to serve. Like, if we just follow that, we have everything we need. So it's been a real struggle, but God just, he gives me endless energy for it and nothing's going to be perfect. But I think about it all the time. Jesus had 12 followers. That's it. I don't need a bunch of followers. I just need to be faithful and I don't need to be following anyone who isn't following Jesus, you know, and social media. It's like, keep your eyes on him and guard your ears, guard your heart, guard your eyes guard all of those things. And, and then it doesn't matter if people don't like my Christian fitness message, because there is a lot of adversity there. I mean, look at you, you're a beautiful woman. You're people could probably say, well, if you didn't do Christian films, look, you could have so much more money. You could be so much more successful, but no, it's like my definition of success. You know, when I stand before God at the end of my life, right? right. I would hope that I could say I used 
everything you gave me. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. to me motivates me every day. Oh, that's so good. So good. You know, it's funny because people have asked me, they've said, well, why don't you venture out into the secular world? Why Mm -hmm. haven't you done this? And I said, well, you know, the God, God started my feet on holy ground for the industry. He started me in a pouring coffee in a coffee shop that we had started at our church. That's how I got started in the industry. Why would I leave? Yeah. I mean, the story is like crazy and it's only God. Like it's only God. It's only God. It's only God. And so why would I go anyplace else? And when I share my story with people about what God has done in my life and through this journey, I can't imagine being any other place. I love to be in places to honor my God first and foremost. And I really, really admire you for saying, I am going to focus on Christ first and not the body aspect of it. We're going to go through the mental part of it first, because that's the part that's going to really carry us on and through what we go through in in this world today. Um, so it's so, so good. I, I, I have to ask you because, you know, just like I was sharing about the coffee shop story, you know, does your career look like what you thought that it was going to look like? It looks nothing like I thought. <laughs> me me neither. Nothing. That's all I'm saying. It looks <laughs> nothing. I mean, and, and you know what's so amazing is I was never a morning person, but every morning at four o'clock, I don't even need an alarm clock. I just wake <laughs> up ready to serve. God is just giving me endless energy, and it's like the starfish thrower. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that that story where there's someone walking down the beach and they're throwing the starfish back in the ocean and this guy's like, why are you doing that? You can't save them all. And he's like, yeah, but I can save this one. Uh-huh. So for me, it's always just been all about that one person. And I believe God, I believe we reap what we sow more than we sow later than we sow. I believe in the word of God and that's all that matters to me. But yes, it does not look anything. And you know, what's so good. I'm just going to be real with you. Mm -hmm. I had visions that this would go so different and God totally humbled me. Mm -hmm. And he, and I'm so glad he did because (laughs) he has given me such a heart for women through failure, Mm -hmm. through, you know, hormonal issues. Like you talked about through, that's why I cry because it's like my heart aches so badly for women in this space, because if they just knew Jesus there, If they just said, you know what, God, I'm just going to pause and pray before I eat. And I'm going to invite you, like you said in Revelation 320, that you're at the door and that, that if you, if I, if I answer, you would come in and you would eat with me Mm -hmm. and that the Holy Spirit has given them self control and peace, peace with what they look like right now. Not when you finally reach your goal weight. Like God just, he, he slowly changed me, grew me up. He humbled me. He equipped me. So no, it doesn't look anything like I planned, but I know he's using it all for his glory and that's all that matters. That's so good. It, you know, and I, I'm just going to gonna tell you, I, I remember when <laughs> I finally went to Hollywood, I, I love that, that you said it just looks nothing like I went to Hollywood and I had this whole vision that, you know, my I had set it up. I had, I had written this like perfect story. Okay, so we're going to go to Hollywood, honey, and I'm going to get a job in soap operas because they make six <laughs> figures and um, I can work five days a week and then I can come home and be a mom to my kids <laughs> and a wife. And the Lord had to just be sitting back and laughing at me. And he gave me a little taste. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, he was like, 
<laughs> it's like, girlfriend, you're here for a whole different purpose than that. But he was kind of sitting back. He had to be, he gave me just a little taste of it and it was a good taste. But, but really what he did to me is he spoke to my heart. Cause I was like going, okay, I'm going to be this huge movie star. And in my own right, God has given me all of these incredible things that I can't even imagine. I couldn't even, I can't even imagine like mm-hmm. what he's done for me that I couldn't, I could have never written this story. Um, but he said to me, and I'm going to piggyback on what you said about women is well, I was sitting in a little acting class in Hollywood and I thought, oh, why, you know, I can't do this. I have never been trained in this. And I was about to give up. And he said, you know what? He goes, you're here for my women, my broken women. And you see, his purpose is so far greater than ours because it's really about what breaks his heart. It's really about, he's, he's going in and it's just like the, what you said about Jesus being the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Think about Jesus walking on the earth and and through the time of his ministry, what broke his heart? Who did he go mm-hmm. to? Who did he minister to? And that's who our God is. When we follow that example, it's what breaks his heart. And so you're dealing with women in the industry, in your industry with hormones and physical fitness and food and health and motivation. And I'm dealing with women that, again, are told every single day, you are not enough. You are not tall enough. You are not this enough. You are not that enough. <laughs> and it's oh, my yeah. I know. So it's it's one of those crazy things that 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 you know I'm I'm so happy. I, at first I was like God, I don't want to be I don't, I don't want to minister to women. <laughs> do, do you know everything that's wrong with women, God? And he was like, Yes, I know, I'm putting you right there in the center point of these beautiful mm-hmm. things that I've ca- created called women. Um, but I want to ask you. So there's, you know, obviously you have this career and you're doing these great things for God. You're creating content. How, how do you navigate that and also be a mom and a wife? How are you doing that? Cause you're, you're a wife of 23 years, I think maybe somewhere mm-hmm. in there. And you also have three kids. So how do you, um, how do you maneuver all that? There's something about mornings with Jesus that mm-hmm. I get up very early. I don't turn on my phone. I don't turn on the TV. I have my breakfast and my tea and I read my Bible and I put my hands to the keyboard and he just shows up. And I have to say, I recently wrote a new book with Salem Media called Fit God's Way that will be coming out in October. And I honestly didn't think I had it in me. I I was like, God, I don't have it in me to write this. And he was like, you're right. You don't, but I can. And I had a moment where it was like John 15, five says like that he's the vine and we're the branches and we can do nothing apart from him. Mm-hmm. But like Philippians 4, 13 says, but we can do all things in his strength. And he, he knew that I had, I could, I, I was like, how many more ways can I say this Lord? Like mm-hmm. I've written two books. I have a workout series. I have a podcast. I like, you're trying to get blood out of stone right now. Like, I can't. And he was like, no, this, I opened this door. I know you don't think you can walk through it, but you've got to walk through it and I'll bring in. And do you know that he, I wrote that book in a couple of months? I mean, and it was all because of him. So it's those mornings with Jesus when I just say, okay, just let every word be yours. Let every moment be yours. Just like be with me and just let me live for you. And he makes it so easy. It's when I struggle in my own strength and I try to manipulate things that everything goes haywire. But as long as I just stay connected to that vine and, you know, like John 15, 5 says, apart from me, you can do nothing. But then Philippians 4, 13 tells us we can do all things in his strength. As long as I'm in his abilities and his resources, 
I'm great. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, I am a hot mess for Jesus anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm a disaster. It's yeah. a disaster. So <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something about mornings with God and working out that are the glue that hold me together. And when I work out, I, like every morning I get up, I read my Bible, I work out, I get to work. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what you can do in just a couple hours with Jesus. Absolutely. I think that goes back to the mental, physical, and spiritual, right? When you are Mm -hmm. mentally in the Word of God in the morning, it's the first thing to pour forth into you and Mm -hmm. breathe. And then you're physically going out there and exercising and moving that body, getting those hormones going, getting all the endorphins and things that are happening, you know, and, and mental, spiritual, physical, you're spiritually digging into the Word of God and it comes through in all the other areas so that as you go through your day, it's facilitating it. It's really what's motivating and working through you. And I, I love that. I So basically then that kind of answers my other question. How do you stay connected to the Lord? So you're up in the mornings, you're pouring, you're getting the Word of God in. How are you serving other women through your ministry or just you know, through your daily walk, what does that look like for you? Literally every second of my life. (laughs) I have a group on Facebook called Fit Sisters in Christ. And today that's, I'm going to tell you right now, that's why I was so emotional because like I, that I started this podcast and I'm just going to be real with you. Um, this woman, I was looking, going to look for it on my phone. I mean, she was, she's in my Fit Sisters in Christ group and she left us, she left a message and she wrote how she met Jesus in this group and undid 20 years of strongholds from being a prisoner in Kabul. She was a Muslim. And she showed me this picture of her. I'm going to show it to you, Sherry. Okay. This is her before and after. Can you see it? I want to like put it on the blog. Like when you're this podcast oh, episode I, comes out. Yeah. So oh I goodness. see these women's lives yeah. like being changed because of Jesus. And it's like mm-hmm. my Fit Sisters in Christ group. I have people in France and like people that are, I mean, she's, um, um, she's a Muslim, you know, like she, now she's a Christian. She, they're all over the world. They're in Australia. They're in Africa. They're in England. They're everywhere but we all love Jesus and we're all looking for a different answer to get fit. So I serve them daily with all my heart. I love these women. Then I have a podcast called Strong Confident His. I have all the social media stuff, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I do challenges. I write books. I have a devotional. I mean, I literally, my husband's like, you would give every second of your life away for free if you could. And I do because <laughs> I there's nothing like giving people Jesus, that there's no paycheck. There's no zeros that will fill you up like that. So I, that's what I I feel like my whole life is that way. Like, you know, my daughter and I are driving and we're talking about scriptures. We're praying. Like, I feel like my whole life is constantly like praying for other people, trying to pour Christ into them. And then that's why I think I really need my alone time in the morning because that's what fills my cup back up so I can do it all day for other people. Yeah, absolutely. Because it does, it does. It's there's a lot there. So as long as the Lord is the one pouring forth, you can keep pouring into others. You know, it's funny. I, I and I love that you just showed me that picture. I was speaking to a, a young woman that's 
uh, been a, a woman in my world for a very long time. And she went out and spoke recently. It was her first time speaking. And God had spoke to her and said, you know, I, I, you're going to speak someday. And so she got up there and she was speaking and she's in the entertainment world. And she told me recently, she said, you know what? She goes, when I was done speaking, I realized that if this is all that the Lord ever gave to me was just to be a part of speaking to women like this, that's it. And it's really interesting that, that that's something with how it fills us in order to fill other women so that they can go out and glorify God as well. It's like taking that territory and then pouring them back out so that they can continue to take territory for, for the kingdom of God. Um, it's just really cool. So I'm, I love that you've been put in that place. I would love, share a little bit how, um, you know, how somebody could get started in what you're doing. How would you encourage a woman that maybe has always wanted to be a part of the fitness world and feels like maybe that's something that God has bestowed upon her as well? How would you encourage a woman to get started in what you do? Is, is, am I talking to a person who wants to be a trainer or wants to get fit? I think <laughs> let's do both. Let's, let's okay. say first to a trainer, somebody that's listening right now that maybe always has felt a call to that. And then let's mm-hmm. talk to somebody um, that, you know, some of our audience that are listening, they, they really, you know, I, for myself, like, I can't wait for your tips because I'm kind of a junk food junkie and, and I'm going, okay, so what is she going to share? So yeah, so just start as a, a fitness and then also somebody that really needs to engage and figure out how to get healthy. I have actually a lot of women that come to me and they use my book, uh, 10 steps to fit faith inspired transformation. I have a video series that goes with it and it's kind of, it's like a, it's a Bible study that they use that helps equip them to kind of take fitness from a worldly view to it's like that battle between the flesh and the spirit. So it's about learning how to undo what we've been taught about dieting is the way to health and uh, living, I think so many women live with this failure soundtrack in their head that they're just not mm-hmm. measuring up because they can't weigh a certain weight or they can't eat perfectly. And God never, ever meant for us to have such a twisted and perverted relationship with bo- our bodies and food. So I put people through that so that they can train others through the word of God, through his truth. So my recommendation is please don't do it the world's way. Seek, don't, you don't have to seek my way, seek God's way. Seek like Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all things will be added to you. So seek him in it and ask him how he wants you to do it. I would always pray over people. I would, I would invite scripture into every workout. I would pray with them in the beginning and the end. I would make it a dedicated, a holy fitness, a holy practice where we inhale the presence of God and exhale the stress of our days, where we invite him into that space. So that would be my recommendation for someone who's new to this and wants to con- ask, go seek God and ask him what he wants you to do. And if you need help, please reach out to me because I have a whole table leaders guide and series that can help you facilitate that small group study or that training in your practice. I love that. So with that being said, how do the women, how do how do the listeners right now find Kim and and so that they can stay connected with you, that they can correspond with you, that they can get your resources and then tell us what's next for Kim. 
<laughs> okay, so Kim Dolan, D-O-L-A-N, Leto, L-E-T-O. You can find me at Pure Flix. You can work out with me. Try it for free. The workout is called FIT, like an acronym, Faith Inspired Transformation. I'm also on the Edify podcast platform, so download, download that so you can listen to my podcast, Strong, Confident, His, where we completely deconstruct the way the world does fitness and we dive into the word and we learn all about doing it God's way and not the world's way. So the tips, oh, and you can find me at kimdolanletto.com on Facebook, Instagram. I have a website. I have free resources. If you just Google my name, you will go to my website and you will see all the free resources. If you want to get started learning how to eat God-made foods, if you want to learn how to set faith goals instead of smart goals where God is front and center, um, you want to start creating time with God and working out with God. How to facilitate? How do you do all of that? I have all of those resources there for free for you. And then the first thing I would say for someone who's just who may be listening and is like, God, I I have tried so hard to get healthy so many times, and I just this like brings me to my knees. I just want to feel like enough. First of all, I want to tell you that you are enough right now. There is no perfect number mm -hmm. and just seek him, seek him in this and find your watch overcomer, write down all those scriptures of who you are in Ephesians one and two and get biblical based information. Unfollow people that post photos of their body all day long. Don't look at any of that body part. I, I call it body part idolatry because let's just face it. None of that None of that will make us happy anyway. It's live like you and I talked about. It's living for God. It's that like your your friend who was speaking, the girl you mentored. Her when you're walking with God, you're so full and so satisfied that that kind of stuff is like the physical manifestation of working out is going to be the last thing you're going to see, right? So you want to eat right and you want to take care of yourself because you want to fulfill God's plan and purposes for you. So that's the right motivation. But we need to remember that when we're seeking God on this journey, the last thing we're going to see is the physical, the physical results. He honors our faithfulness with right motives. And in that, that we will reap what we sow. Mm hmm. No, it's so good. And you want people to follow you because you inspire them in ways that encourage them and uplift them so that they can dig into the word of God, so that they can see themselves as worthy, loved, cherished, redeemed, what Ephesians does say, right? And so, you know, not to go out and influence people by saying, Hey, look at me, look at my body, look at what I'm doing, you know, and, and it's tough. It, we, we do live in a culture right now where it talks about how are you influencing? And so we do use social media platforms, but I think we can do it and we can do it in a God honoring way to encourage yes. people through those platforms instead of giving them things to see or hear or, uh, to receive in a way that actually hinders or hurts them or, or actually um, actually hinders their walk with Christ versus it demotivates them. them too. I think Absolutely. so. I've seen the back end of photo shoots. I see, I mean, the perfect, I I'm looking at a wall right now that has nothing but magazine covers on it that I've been on and it's perfectly posed and the fans blowing and, you know, I'm sucking in my stomach and I'm not breathing and I'm twisting this. And it's, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, my, my husband and I had no problem with it. It, it was got, it was great. It was a blessing, but that's not reality. None of us no. look like we did the day of our wedding all year, you know, for the rest of our lives. Like we don't look 
we all are going to fluctuate. We're going to have babies. We're going to have hormonal issues. We're going to have injuries. We're going to age. But through it all, God, Mm -hmm. there is nothing more beautiful than a woman who knows who she is in Christ. Right? Right? At any age. I don't care if you're (laughs) seven or 107, you're going to glow. That's you're right. going to just have like a different, like your shoulders are going to be back. Your chin, you're not, you're, you're not going to be insecure. You're not going to be wanting other people's approval because you right. have God's approval. It's just yeah. such a better place to live. And my heart aches for women in this space so badly. So I bet you, I could talk to you all day long about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk all day long. And, and, and I'm, and I'm thinking about how I can't wait to meet you face to face when, when I'm in Phoenix, Arizona next time. And I really, really would love to spend some time with you, Kim. And, and I want to encourage each and every one of you that's listening today, make sure that you go on and support and follow Kim. She is an encouragement and she is going to influence you to walk first and foremost with Christ. And then she's going to influence you in doing it a godly way so that she can motivate you through health, but key biblical principles first. And then she's going to inspire you through food and to motivate you to get in there and work out. So check her out, check out her platform on PureFlix. make sure you watch and work out to her. Um, and I just want to thank you for being one of the women in my world today to be here to share your just your positive influence with everybody that's listening. So keep doing what you're doing, Kim. Thank you. Thank you. 